I'm so excited that you joined me today. This is Vision Eternity Ministries, and my name is Lee Klein. We're talking about being ready for Jesus. He so longs for us to be ready for him on our wedding day, to be that beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle. He wants to recreate you in his likeness. He wants to bless you to live in his blessing right here on the earth, which then extends to living with him forever and ever and ever. Jesus is so in love with you. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you that you want us, that we're so important to you, that you just keep reaching out to us over and over again to beckon us, to be ready, not to stand by and let this wonderful moment, this beautiful, magical moment just pass us by. And live in the darkness instead of living with you forever. Teach us your way. Praise you. We give you all the glory. So Jesus wants to talk to us today about the blessing. First of all, I want to tell you what blessing means. It's a source of blessing, prosperity, blessing, praise of God, a gift, a present. I read that wrong. Praise of God, a gift present, a treaty of peace. I thought that was interesting. And really what that means is you're in agreement. You're friends with God. And so, of course, you're going to be blessed. And Deuteronomy 28 tells us that if you do everything he tells you to do, he's going to bless you. He's going to bless you going in, blessing going out, bless, bless you going out. Everything you put your hand to will prosper. And so um, Proverbs 10, verse 22, the blessing of the Lord makes you rich, truly makes you rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Neither does toiling increase it. And when I was asking him exactly what he wanted to say today, he said, we're so busy not getting ready because we're toiling. And we have so much sorrow in our life because we work so hard to try to take care of ourselves. And that wasn't the way it was meant to be. He said he even takes care of the birds. Jesus said not to worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. And that's what we do. We run circles. What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? We plan, plan, plan. And Jesus said that. And when he said that, he said the heathen will this way. And so we call ourselves Christians, yet we're doing what the world does. And God is calling us to separate from the world and show who he is. Live under his blessing instead of living like the world. When he first asked me to quit my job, I thought for sure that, you know, this is not going to work out. But as I just did what he said, which reminds me of the other thing he said to me, as I did what he said, like with Abraham, things just worked out. He he just takes care of you. And it, it's not that you have to toil or sorrow. You don't have to be sad. You don't have to work yourself to the bone. You don't have to have three jobs. And, and remember, when you go after stuff, it's your God. When you make yourself rich, it's going to separate you from God. And, and that means you're separated as well from eternal life. So Genesis 12, I'm going to do just a little bit of this. Now the Lord said to Abram, go for yourself from your own advantage, away from your country, 
from your relatives in your father's house to the land I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation, and I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. Now, he didn't say, go get a job. He said, I'm going to bless you and make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing. Dispensing good to others, Amplified Classic Bible. Given will be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So he said, you're going to be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and confer prosperity and happiness upon you and curse him who curses you, who uses insolent language toward you. And you will, all the families, kindred of the earth, be blessed. And by you, they will be, they will bless themselves. So he departed as the Lord told him to. And he took his nephew with him. He was 75 years old when he left. He took Sarah, his wife. And Lot, his brother's son, and their possessions, and they all and, and they had gathered and and their persons, their servants, and had acquired in Haran, and they went forth to the land of Canaan, where they came to the land of Canaan. Then chapter 13, it says, verse 2. Now Abraham was extremely rich in livestock and silver and in gold. He was extremely rich. So God doesn't not want you to be rich. And of course. Prosperity is more than just possessions. He was rich in favor. He was blessed. He was taken care of by God. And that's what God wants to say to us today. I'm not asking you to go work and, and have sorrow in your life because of all, um, all that that work brings forth, the results of that work, that hard work. I don't want money to come between you and I. I want you to have eternal life. I want to bless you coming in and I want to bless you going out. I want to read this to you. If you will diligently listen to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commands, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth and these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, blessed shall you be in the field. Blessed will be the fruit of your body, the fruit of your ground, the fruit of the beast, the increase of your cattle, the young of your flock. Blessed shall you be your basket and your kneading. When you come in and be blessed when you go out, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They will come against you one way and will flee before you seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessing upon you and your storehouse and all that you undertake, and he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God gives you. The Lord will establish you as a people holy to himself, as he has sworn to you to keep, if you keep the commandments the Lord your God gave you, and walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and in the presence of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord shall make you a, have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of your body, of your livestock, and your ground and land in which the Lord swore to your fathers. The Lord will open up his good treasury, the heavens, to give rain on your land in its season and bless all the work of your hands. And you shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord shall make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above and only shall not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the voice of the Lord your God, which I command you this day, and are watchful to do them. And you shall not turn aside from the words which I command you this day, the right or to the left, or go after any other gods to serve them. 
And then it goes on to say, if you don't, how you'll be cursed. And so that's what God wants to say to us today. He wants to say, he wants to say, I'm not calling you to toil. I'm calling you to be a part of my life. I want to bless you. I want to take care of you. I want to be your God. We know that things can come between us and God, just by knowing the story of the rich man, the, the rich young ruler, and the rich man with some purple. The Bible teaches us that money can be our God, things can be our God. And he said, if anything comes between us, nothing can come between us. If anything comes between us, it's that's your God. And then you have to depend on that 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 you made your source. But as we read, the definition is God is your source. He's your source of blessing. He favors you. He goes before you. He takes care of your enemies. He provides for you. And in turn, you just go and you give. Abraham was a blessing. And then he was blessed back. Luke 6.38, given and be given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He, his ways are higher than our ways, and he wants us to come up higher, even while we're right here on the earth. He wants us to learn his way, how to live in his kingdom, so we can confer blessings to others, so we can teach them his way. So we're not exhausted from working, so exhausted that we can't tolerate our children We can't tolerate anything else in our life because we're so exhausted from working all day and we come home and it's like, leave me alone. And then you eat and you drink, you go to bed and you do it again, over and over again. And many people are doing things that they hate, things they don't like, things that are hard and our children are suffering. The other people in our lives aren't getting what they need. We're not getting, most of all, and all those things affect, we're not getting ready for heaven. We're not getting ready to meet Jesus. It's a distraction. It's a ploy from the enemy to keep you away from Jesus, to keep you away from God. It's not his will that one should perish. My people perish for a lack of knowledge. He wants you to have this knowledge today. He just wants to bless you. He just wants to do favor for you. And all you have to do is say, Lord, what would you like me to do? Where do you want me to go? Who do you want me to bless? Who am I to be a blessing to? Which of my gifts do you want me to use today? What can we do? What is it, Lord, that you're asking us to do? Who can I be? Who can I be a blessing to? So, if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, if you never committed to heed his voice, if you just said the prayer and then you went back living the way you used to live before, for all those reasons, would you commit to him today? Would you get ready to marry him? Would you be that bride without spot or wrinkle? Would you... Would you be engaged to him? Would you be a part of his life and care about what he cares about? When you promise to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're promising to care what he cares about. Nothing's too minute for you. 
for him and, and then for you as well. The reason the second most important, most important commandment is to love your neighbor is because he cares dearly for your neighbor. He cares, and he's asking you to care for him. And you can't do that when you're busy toiling, when you have so much sorrow in your life that you can barely deal with your life, let alone someone else's life, who needs you, who God wants to send you to. And so, yeah, we got to go to him and let, let him wash us with a word, get, um, let him get all those spots and wrinkles out, and then go forth. Be his hands and his feet. Tell those that don't know that he's coming, and we got to get ready. Let him, let him make you rich. Don't get rich yourself. And rich isn't just stuff, as we just read. Blessed in every area of your life. Blessed when you go in, blessed when you go out. Favor, you don't have to worry because you're blessed. You don't have to worry about the time. You don't have to worry about that right parking spot. You don't have to worry about all those little things you worry about. But you'll be blessed when you go in, blessed when you go out, everywhere you go, blessed, favored, in agreement, in agreement with God. When you're in agreement with God, he promises to take care of you. If you fully obey the Lord your God, if you're willing. So, Revelation 3.19, he said he instructs those that he loves. So he's giving us instruction today. He's saying, put me first. Care about what I care about. Love your neighbor. Don't make other things your God. Stop worrying about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. And seek me. Seek my way of doing. Give, and I can give back to you. His way is giving back to you. And, and don't, I just like to clarify, don't expect back from the person you gave to you, necessarily. Don't. Don't look at them as they owe you something because you gave them something. But it's God's system at how it's how his kingdom operates. Give and it'll be given back to you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running out. Let him figure out how it's gonna work. Just rely on him. Change your way. Let him instruct you. Let him correct you. Let him tell you what he has planned for you. And then he said, if you heed his voice, he's already knocking on the door of your heart. And if you heed his voice, he will come and live on the inside of you. Come and dine with you. Revelation 3.20. So if you want to say that prayer with me, then I would love to say that prayer with you today. If you want to commit to him, if you want to be his bride, if you want to let him recreate you and his likeness to look like him, you know, the beauty isn't, don't look at it as, but you can as well. Having on this beautiful suit or dress, this garment, but your insides get changed to be like him. You can love like him. You can, when you think like him, you're going to love like him. In order to think like him, you got to look at his word. He is his word. So you let him recreate you on the inside and then it comes on the outside. And so you can be that beautiful bride that he's longing to see on that day. He's giving us plenty of time to get ready. Stop fretting and just go to him and relax 
and let him bless you. If you're fretting, you're taking care of your own self. You're working. But if you just let him bless you, then you got time. You have energy. You have all that love to give. Let's pray. Jesus, we're asking you to come and live on the inside of us. We're willing to heed our, your voice. We need your help. We can't do it without you. Help us to relax and just know that you are God and you have a way of doing. And we can trust that your way is the good way. We don't have to worry. We don't have to stress about anything. But we just know that we're blessed because we follow your voice. We follow what you say. So I hear the Lord speaking to me. He has a word for us. Sorry, he's saying he has something special for each one of us to do. And he will more than take care of us and our needs. Not only our physical needs, our emotional, our emotional needs. He has a work for us to do. He said he called us to do his work. And we would do greater things than he did while he was here. So won't you go for me, saith the Lord? Will you go for me? Will you forget about yourself? Let me take care of you. You take care of my stuff. I'll take care of your stuff. He always says that to me. You take care of my stuff. I'll take care of your stuff. And for a while, it seems like it doesn't happen. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I see it on the inside. And then all of a sudden, I don't even know when it showed up on the outside. He's so amazing. He's so in love with you. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you.